Hello, this is the Living Well with PMDD podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Bradford, certified life coach, mom of five, and PMDD survivor. Happy to have you here. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only and should not be considered health advice. Hello, I hope you are having a wonderful, wonderful day. Um, I find myself sitting outside of my daughter's oboe lessons, and this ends up being one of the best times for me to record when I don't have my children with me. Sometimes they're with me, and then we just go to a park during oboe lessons. But when they're not with me, this ends up being a time I can think and be in a pretty quiet place. So our topic today is to medicate or not. And there are some strong opinions out there that doing so is the best thing in the world and everyone should do it. And other people believe that no, no one should medicate for PMDD. Um, Others, I guess I haven't really found uh, a middle ground, but that's actually where I am. I think it's a very personal choice. And honestly, there's no right or wrong in general to medicate or not. You can decide for now if you want to try medicating or not. And then you can change it later if you want to. So because this is a personal choice, I kind of want to show you Um, a little bit of my navigating medication. And it's, you know, it's been more than a year that I found out or I decided that I had PMDD and that that's really fit for all of the symptoms that I have and the signs that I show. Um, So when we lived, when, when I, when my, friend told me about her friend who had died and had had PMDD. I was living in Lincoln, Nebraska. And at the time, we were only there for nine months. My husband was getting an LLM at the University of Nebraska. And life was, it, you know, when you're only in a place for nine months, it's a little hard to get settled. Um, in the first place. But um, on top of that, we were homeschooling. And I also was doing my coaching certification that was a weekly Zoom class and then watching some materials on my own time. Anyhow, I experienced extreme hopelessness in my thoughts. And I had recognized at this point that I think I have premenstrual dysphoric disorder. And so I could kind of calm myself a little bit when that extreme hopelessness came up. I also had very extreme negative thoughts. And I'll give you a taste of this. And I hope it doesn't, um, I don't know. I don't know how it will sit for you guys, but. I would have thoughts like, I have no friends. No one cares about me. 
I can't do anything I want to do. I'm a terrible mother. I'm slacking in homeschooling. My neighbors probably think I'm neglecting my children. And so on. Those are not uncommon if you have PMDD. But it's good to recognize that they're not wholly true. They really aren't. And I could talk myself through that. I could say, like, when I would have this thought, I have no friends. Nobody cares about me. At least no one around here, nobody that can do anything to help me, right? Um, then I could pause and think, now, wait a second. This woman dropped by. She, you know, came over and talked to you and lifted your spirits. Or another woman, you know, sent me a text asking, how are you doing? And I'm thinking of you and another person invited me to the play date at the park uh, with our kids. So logically, I knew that these were, that wasn't true. But they, it's just, they just kept coming and kept coming. And I could kind of get myself logically through one, but then another one would come and it gets tiring to have to talk yourself out of this and then you know the the milk spills everywhere or the glass shatters and it's just like oh are you kidding me <laughs> so your attention has to go to taking care of something and we can't i i could not always be managing my thoughts in an ideal manner okay so i talked with my sisters because some of them have used different medication for depression, anxiety, things along those lines. And one of my sisters said that for her, it's been an experiment and that she is still experimenting on what really is ideal for her and what really works for her. And I so appreciated really talking to all of my sisters who have used medication because they all have their reasons and they're good reasons and they have good reasons for trying stuff and then for choosing something else and good reasons for trusting their doctor or their psychologist or a psychiatrist and it was very helpful just to hear them talk about their experience. But what hit me the most was this is an experiment. You can try things and you don't have to continue with that thing. You don't have to find the right answer right now. It might take some time and that's okay. That's really how all of life is. Um, so I went back to my doctor I mentioned previously the doctor had put in the prescription, but I hadn't picked it up. So I went to our local store. I picked up the prescription for fluoxetine, which is a generic Prozac. And I did talk with the pharmacist, asked my questions about it. And, and I just started taking it. And every day, um, and I did notice that I was able to cope with my 
symptoms, my those negative thoughts, they didn't come as much. And if when they did, it wasn't as powerful. And they didn't spiral kind of out of control where I would be, you know, sobbing or thinking something was really, really wrong in our marriage or with myself in particular. <laughs> so I I counted that as a win. But then at other times, I didn't quite feel like myself. And that's really how the best way I can describe it. For me, I knew I needed this help. And I knew that it was worth not getting into those negative spirals and not feeling super terrible and having it affect my the way I treated my kids and my husband and myself. So I continued using it. Well, when we moved in that August, um, I lost my next, well, I lost my medicine. <laughs> and I remember being at my sister's house because on our way to moving to Colorado from Nebraska, we stayed uh, with her for a week or two for fun. And uh, I, I remember thinking, I don't know if I like need to wean myself off of this medicine or if I can just stop. And I think I Googled it and it didn't look like I needed to, but just in case. I, because I didn't call my doctor in Lincoln and I didn't have a new doctor, you know, we weren't even moved in to Colorado yet, but I staggered it like every other day or something. And I really thought I would find my next bottle of medicine because I knew I'd packed it and I didn't. So the, uh, the biggest thing that I noticed that I did not like was that my sex drive was so decreased. It was really like I didn't ever necessarily want to have sex with my husband. <laughs> and even though, like, the, just the way that I I have a a strong sex drive, and that was enough for me to be like, I don't know if I can keep on this medication all the way through until my until my PMDD ends or until I die, whatever it is. Um, meaning, like, I don't know if PMDD, at the time, I didn't know if I would experience it, like, for the rest of my life. So I... But I knew that I, for the time being, it was worth the that side effect of not having my sex drive and my husband was totally supportive of that as well not having the medicine i looked for another alternative and i happened to find this new product a new supplement by Semaine Health that is supposed to really help with mood and symptoms of PMS and PMDD. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try it because I'm my medicine is running out and I need to have something to help besides, well, besides diet, exercise, and just like having an outlet 
especially since we were transitioning into a new house. I knew from previous experience, it's hard for me to prioritize exercise during that time. And I knew we were going to be living in a, a temporary, um, we called TLF with the military, temporary living facility for a time as well. And it doesn't, uh, it's just, it's just difficult, right? <laughs> so any of you that have moved, I'm sure you've gone through that and getting back into routines and everything is a challenge in and of itself. Uh, your self-care kind of goes down and a lot of times your eating goes down if you don't have access to a, a kitchen and to a place to keep all of your stuff. Anyhow, so I ordered a bottle of their PMS and mood support and I used that for the next few months. Now, I do not recommend moving to a new place and not going to a doctor very soon, but <laughs> that is what happened to me. And the supplements helped immensely. However, they did not temper it as much as the fluoxetine had. But it was good enough that I could then use my life coaching and get coaching that I could manage, as well as um, I learned to just let my husband know, hey, I cannot handle what's going on. I need to just go be alone and sleep. And he would, he would take, take over or, um, yeah, really he was my go-to. And uh, occasionally, if he was at work when that happened, I would just fall asleep on the couch and I would just let the kids watch TV while I was, you know, having a nap on the couch. And that was another way that I would handle it. Well, fast forward, Christmas was coming up and we were doing Christmas at my husband's home. And I was a little bit nervous that I might not be able to handle all of my emotions. And I saw that the timing was not ideal in terms of my PMDD symptoms and signs. I was going to have them while we were with his family, um, you know, having our three-year-old sleep in our room, which he doesn't normally, and having you know, just being in his parents' home and having all the routines and everything kind of up in the air and me feeling stressed out and sometimes feeling not loved. I knew what was coming. I, I, I knew myself enough to know that this was probably not going to be okay. Um, but leading up to it, I did use the supplements faithfully and what I mean by that is I took them as the direction said to start them a few days before my period and continue using them through my period, both to help with cramps, but also with mood. And I started, um, anyhow, when I was over Christmas, I would wake up in the morning and I would check in with myself. How am I feeling? What do I think I 
how should I handle today as far as supplements go? And I, um, most of the days I just felt like, okay, I need to take two this morning. I need to take two around two in the afternoon and another two around six p.m. And that's what worked for me when I didn't, when I had thought that in the morning and I forgot in the afternoon, hitting about five o'clock, I could tell, I, I would suddenly start having thoughts like, nobody cares about my opinion and nobody wants, like, I wanted to go to a movie. Then I was like, nobody wants to go to a movie, but I really want to go, but nobody will listen to me and they all just want to do what they want to do. They just want to stay and play games, but I really want to go to a movie. And then it clicked like, oh, you know, I didn't take the supplements. I thought I ought to. And I would take them and I would recognize I haven't communicated that. I haven't told Trent that I really want to do that. I haven't even, and it's just these th things that somehow, some way, I believe that they already knew. But I recognized that I hadn't communicated it very well. I'd brought it up once or twice, but that was it. So, um, I, anyway, the supplements were enough for me to mostly keep my cool and mostly take care of myself um, and keep relationships good over the holidays. Um, I, I think I found myself one time down in the bedroom kind of feeling bad. And um, you know what? It's okay, though. We can also feel bad. These are real feelings. Like I have emphasized before, every part of the things we experience with PMDD, our signs, our symptoms, it's all part of our whole. So there's nothing wrong with feeling down and depressed and like nobody loves you. You just need to be able to allow those emotions without letting it define who you are or making it to be something that it isn't. Um, allowing you know, the spinning thoughts to become your reality. You, you need to let logic step in a little bit and be there. Even if the logic doesn't feel authentic at the time, it just needs to be there to combat and kind of balance out the illogical negative thoughts. Um, so what did I do after that? Um, I recognized that I still wanted to use fluoxetine, but I really enjoyed having my sex drive back <laughs> because the supplements did not affect that. Um, so I went to my doctor finally in, uh, here in Colorado in, I don't know, February probably of 2023. We'd been here a year. No, we hadn't been here even a year yet. We got here in the summertime. And, um, when I went in to the doctor, I took my supplements because I thought I may as well just ask him if any of these ingredients seem wanky or weird and just talk to him about that my desire to use fluoxetine, but 
I really want to have my sex drive. And uh, turns out the doctor was a male and he was actually a civilian doctor. So he had a lot of clients that were not just in the military, which I think God just put him in my path. He looked over my supplements. He said nothing in there was concerning. They just looked like very much like just vitamins. And then about the fluoxetine, he said, you know, my patients that have PMDD, some of them take it the week before their period. And others take it the week before their period and the week of their period. And that seems to work for them and not affect their sex drive. And I was like, so I don't have to take it all of the time. And he used some doctor speech about half-life, I think, or wait, I still don't know. I've even looked at it and I've read about it, but I don't, um, I don't understand it. So, but apparently, no, you do not. According to him, I did not need to take it all of the time to have it be effective. So I started following that regime and it works, it worked wonders. And that is the general routine that I follow, except that I continue to do the supplements as well. I don't always take the supplements. If I have cramps and I notice I'm having cramps, I take those so fast. Ibuprofen still works well for me with cramping, but um, I like the supplements. I usually don't have to do both the supplements and ibuprofen. The supplements are enough and they improve my mood as well as my cramping. So uh, that is... What I am doing currently and what has been working for the past eight months uh, really well. So just, I guess, a little recap. Look into supplements. Look into medicine. Talk with your doctor. Don't feel like you are, you know, painting yourself into a corner that you can never get out of. You are experimenting with what works for you and what will help you lead a healthy, fulfilling, positive, good life with those around you and with yourself. There's no need to not try things just out of fear, but get the information you need so that you're comfortable taking the steps to do that experimentation. And I hope this was helpful. Thanks so much for listening to the Living Well with PMDD podcast. If this episode was insightful, please add a five-star review and tell a friend about the podcast. Until next time, keep hoping, keep loving, and remember that you are not alone.